0: Welcome, Wednesday, February 3rd, and he, the Ohio Wind Podcast. And You know, we're the greatest tool marketing. I'm, I'm starting to make my pitch for this 50 million in marketing money from Ohio guys. It's the Ohio Wind Podcast. I'm here with Craig and Brandon. How are you guys doing today?
1: Doing, doing well.
0: well. Fantastic. Um, hey, uh, lots and lots of content is on the uh, podcast. I'm to tell you guys about first before we get started. Uh, Bob Garber, our movie reviewer. Um, There's a new podcast from him up. He talks about the little things from Denzel Washington. And guys, Bob was a little grumpy about uh, the little things. I think Bob gets grumpy about a lot of movies. (laughs) There's a lot of movies that Bob really, really likes. But Bob wasn't fun with little things, which disappointed me. I had high hopes for that movie, so I don't know. We'll we'll figure that out. Um, I put some thoughts up about the Steelers and Big Ben. If you're into that, check that out. That'll be good. And uh, big day today. We've got um, Rachel Coyle from How Things Work, in, at the State House. She, she's going to talk to me later. Uh, she wants to talk to state budget, so maybe she can put a good word in for us uh, to get that big marketing budget that Ohio wants to do. Should be good. Yeah. All right. All right well, let's get started. Um, wanted to talk a little bit, a uh, little bit more about the budget. Something else that came up. Uh, there's. I believe $290 that's being projected to the state's broadband. Um, Guys, you know, Craig lives a little bit more of a rural area in Fremont, but Brandon, you and I are in a city, and unfortunately broadband isn't always like it is in Columbus. It's kind of rough in spots. Uh, There was a time in my life where I worked for a nonprofit for a few months uh, that advocated broadband all over the state. And we went to Southeast Ohio and broadband is horrible down there. So the state's trying to donate money, I guess, to build a little bit more broadband and everything. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about that?
2: No, it's, this is, this is good money spent here. Um, Broadband infrastructures has always been an issue, I think across uh, other parts of the country too. So uh, especially in rural areas, Um, you know, it's, um, it's definitely needed in the twenty first century, to say the least.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Craig, uh, Fremont isn't like um, the southeast Ohio rural areas, but it definitely is a little bit more rural. What, what's broadband like up there? You guys get a lot of broadband options.
1: Well, I mean, we, internet's fine up in this area. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think anybody ever complains of connection speeds or anything like that. Um, you know, this sounds like a very good investment, though. I don't know if it's going to impact areas like the Fremont area or, you know, smaller rural areas next to bigger cities. But, uh, you know, it sounds like a good investment overall, and it sounds like a welcomed investment uh, given, you know, the last three years they've allocated, what, $905,000. So it certainly is a, a pretty huge investment. So hopefully uh, hopefully, this improves the entire state, but it, it, at the very least it improves you know,
0: I got to play devil's advocate for you.
1: Okay, I'm a broadband
0: guy. Obviously, we use internet for our show and everything. So I hate to be anti-internet. But, you know, the pushback we got from these internet companies when I worked for that nonprofit was they said, look, we have to run all this cable. Like, when you go rural, you got to get there somehow. So you're running all this cable and everything, and they're like, it's just not worth it. You're running cable for an area that might have 500 people in it. You're not getting that money. I mean, we have to charge a ton. And, you know, I kind of see their point. I mean, is more broadband always a good thing, especially when there's rough areas? I mean, is it worth the investment, I guess, is what I'm saying.
2: Um oh I think that's a fair point and um it's kind of uh um difficult to say like how this uh, broadband kind of invest- and this investment in broadband um how that how the how it will complement with the private players um I remember when I was up in delaware a county ohio where um very limited options and sense of you know people um had either for you know cable or whatever it was for the longest time it was time warner i guess now rebranded to spectrum um the, to, that was a good one of their primary internet providers as well as cable but um everyone got really excited excited when wow was coming coming up here uh and you know they kind of had to do a little campaign about where they were um you know digging up your lawns and stuff and putting in their own uh, lines down in underground um when I was living up there, we used a uh, frontier and it the service was dreadful, which is awful. But, um, um, speak to your point though. It, um, yeah, maybe the technology is just not where it needs to be. Then in that sense, um, <coughs> got wait to wait a few years, but at the same time, we do have a pressing need where, especially in this pandemic, where people need some kind of internet connection to, you know, go to school to do work. Um, and, it's hard to say. Like people who live in out in the rural areas, what kind of people might need that connection? I'm not sure. But if if they didn't need it, this wouldn't this wouldn't be a sub talk conversation at all. We wouldn't be talking about this at all today.
0: Yeah, and, and the pandemic definitely brought up you know that concern. Um, I'll tell you, Craig. I got to bring up my Twitch story. I'm not sure when else I can bring it up, so I'll bring it up now. Maybe not only that's a good thing. I, I was going to tell you guys real quick. Um, you know we're on Twitch now. Uh, we're live on Twitch. You can see us live right now in other places. Uh, but this morning, I tried to go on Twitch to broadcast a game. So I did a little Super Bowl preview. You guys could check it out when you want. Um, I couldn't figure out how to run Twitch, and Twitch was frustrating me. So hopefully, if we're spending 290000000 million, we're doing more good things than just creating a bunch more Twitch players in, in rural Ohio. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that's possible. I mean, you know... I'm I'm not sure what some of the people down there, you know, and in, in maybe the southeastern portion of the state, you know, I'm sure they play some video games, but uh, maybe they don't play online yet, and uh, you know, maybe this will enhance Twitch a, a little bit. Maybe we'll get some more uh, Twitch streaming of Madden or you know whatever. We have way too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, it, it might, uh, maybe it'll inspire Twitch to, to to make it a little bit easier for you to to operate it. I don't know. You sit
0: there, okay, and so I'm playing the game. I've got a feed running through my laptop here. I got a feed running from my TV in the office. So I'm playing the game, and I'm sitting here, and halfway during it, I'm like, what am I talking about? Like, I'm sitting here in my room, at least, okay, I'm here talking alone right now, but at least I'm looking to you guys. I'm seeing you guys. We're interacting. We're talking together. On Twitch, I'm just talking to myself. I mean, I'm sitting down at 4 a.m., Playing a game, and I'm like, I literally halfway through, I'm like, What do you talk about during Twitch games? Like, I suck at video games, I can't give you video game advice. So, I was talking a little bit about the Super Bowl, but I'm, I'm sitting here like, What? I mean, Brandon, what should I talk I know you're not a Twitch guy, but what should I talk about during these things?
2: I don't know. You like your struggles and challenges? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, should I talk about my life? You know, like, hey, you know, I had a tough day or whatever. I, I don't know. It, it's just so weird. You're play, you're doing this while you're playing a game, right? Yeah, I mean, you literally and, you're playing a game and you're like talking over the game, and it, it's broadcast. So it's kind of like we're doing right now, but we're we're doing this while watching a video game. And I started talking about the video game but I
2: stink. I had no idea how to play. And I yeah, started Yeah, talk about that. You just say yeah. I how do you do this? Why why do they come up with this function here? So right. Like you, know, yeah. like you keep hitting the button over and over again. I don't know. Just what well, there was a lot of griping about Twitch.
0: There was a lot of I stink at Madden. And there was some a little bit of analysis of the game. Like I talked about some of the guys are playing in the game and I said, Hey, what could happen? but I don't know. I hey, I think Twitch would be funner if you're playing against somebody. Like if you guys are Xbox One, we get online yeah. at least we could talk back and forth.
2: I think it's like um the when I the way I've heard this rise of esports and stuff, it's you're almost putting on a performance now. We're getting to that point yeah. where video games have gotten, I guess, pretty good enough to where, you know, there's a, lo- a lot of room for creativity and kind of a nuance now that people can You know, maybe it's really hard to replicate on your own end. Um, So now people just enjoy watching people, you know, kind of bring out their nuance, I guess is one way to say it. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's exactly right. You know, some people watch. It's like they just want to watch someone like sort of an expert play a game. Uh, Maybe they're playing that same game and they're kind of like, oh, this guy on Twitch is playing this game or this girl's on Twitch playing this game. And it gives them an opportunity (coughs) to walk through how to best play the game, what they can do, maybe find hidden, you know, hidden little Easter eggs, things like that. Um, I know like for sports games, I have Twitch. But I don't really play. I don't really get on there and in, in live stream or anything, but you know, there'll be times where there are people that you watch play franchise mode, maybe in Madden or NHL or NBA 2K where you, you watch them play franchise mode. And as they're playing, you know, they may, you know, seek out the opinion of of, of people out on, uh, you know, on the Internet saying, hey, who should I trade for? Who should I draft? Who should I, you know, what should I do? Should I change my coach? You know, something like that. So it's, it's, it's something as simple as that, you know, is what Twitch has become, which, you know, I have to admit, sometimes it can be sort of engrossing, though, when you're watching someone play a game, even though you would think, well, why don't you just play the game? Well, sometimes you just kind of, you know, Want to see how other people play a game too?
0: Well, I was scrolling for my Facebook feed once, and there's some like girl from Australia that's big on Twitch. She plays Madden games, yeah. so I turned on up the volume for a minute, and it was mostly her. Like, oh, thank you for subscribing. You know, all these people are subscribing. There's
2: Chris tried in Australian accent.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. It, it's just, that it's was just,
2: just priceless there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at my life. Yeah, yeah. Look at my life. I'm watching Australian Twitch. Crikey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't understand. This is the first time Craig's laughed the hardest on here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but see, that's what I don't get with it. I mean, be funny uh, on okay. Twitch. You know what I mean? And I, we're not. I'm not that funny, but you know, I mean, go on Twitch, crack jokes and everything, and you know, someone would like that. But you know, Craig's right. There's a subsection of people out there that uh, do bad Australian accents and watch chicks playing. <laughs> You know Madden, and, it, 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 and they love the fact that they're gamers. Like gamer people are, are popular right now, and I, I don't understand it. Uh, I, I mean, back in high school, I was ashamed to admit I played video games; I, I was going to get beat up or something.
2: It's kind of fascinating, though, in the sense of I think why we like traditional sports. In a sense, you know, whether it's football, soccer, or baseball, um, you know, it is kind of theater, theater in a sense. In that way, because you have no control. Over over that sport you have no. that's why it's just kind of fun conversation to talk about something you don't have control over Um, In this this sense um, Video games we do have a little bit of control when we're playing Um, So it kind of makes sense when we're trying to kind of transitioning into the I like to see what other people do because kind of like to have that ability subconsciously maybe or consciously not to have control and just kind of enjoy What other people put on, I and in a way, it's kind of reverted back to traditional sports because there's been talk of an experimental football league where fans get to get to uh, call the plays and stuff. It's so weird about this kind of uh, tug of war over control in sports, but um, yeah, that's why I think. But to answer your question, though, is is, you know, it's I think it's just fun to watch someone when you're not in control and see what they're doing. Well, and for me to follow somebody, I
0: gotta like the person. I mean, I got on this little kick because it's all our friend, uh podcast friend Tyler Buchanan. He started a Twitch channel. Now
1: Yeah, yeah, Tyler's got it. Yeah.
0: Tyler was on for ten seconds, one video. I've already done three videos for like an hour. So Tyler's probably like, Yeah, it's a lark. I'm not gonna talk to him anymore. I'm like embracing it. You know, we're talking about it all over the podcast and everything. But no, I, I thought it was interesting, but I, I don't know. I'm like I, I like hearing Tyler talk, so I enjoyed that video because I only hear Tyler. I only hear some Australian girl, you know, talking about <laughs> her men. Is it possible hey. that you can do an Australian voice next time uh, you're I, on? I do Australian voice. Well, you only listen to them. Like you can't interact with them. The only interaction you can have is you, if you type. You like type in yeah,
1: comments. you can type down the yeah. Well, I think to the you know she must be like pretty popular, like because a lot of these people when they get really super popular, all they do all throughout the stream is just thank everybody for following or liking or commenting. So it gets to the point where you you get to a popularity point in Twitch where you're basically just thanking everybody for being there because you have like hundreds of thousands of people or whatever watching your Twitch. But, you know, for some people like you, that's that's kind of new and you don't have all that following it really literally is you just talking through what you're doing. That's really what you're, you know, what you need to do. Like, you know, you might've had a play where maybe you threw a pass and it was like incomplete or there was a glitch or something in the game and it messed up. And, you know, you had a a ball that got, you know, tipped around and intercepted or whatever for a touchdown. Like it's stuff like that, where, you know, that's how you, that's how you're going to gain a following if you like, you know, rage quit a game because, you know, some glitch happened or you're you're talking through a game and you can't get a fourth and one or something and, you know, you you just be beside yourself almost. You, you know why I think people watch her? She's a young woman.
0: You know, nobody wants to go on Twitch and, and see this middle-aged, <laughs> out of shape, but, overweight guy, you know, but they will if,
1: life. They will if you do the Australian X. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yes. know, I mean – you got, you, got, whatever. you got to set yourself apart from everybody else, you know?
2: You can use the Bring Back the World of Pew brand.
1: Yes, uh, World of Pew could be there.
0: Well, World of Pew in Australia. <laughs> I, I am not creating multiple Twitch accounts. This <laughs> so. Twitch account I took, I, I'm going to yell at Tyler next time we have him on because Tyler's created a monster. But No, I'm under Ohioan Podcast because each day you can see it there. And it's great. But I, I don't know. It was very strange. I don't, this Twitch thing. And people are watching it. We had, yeah. we had few viewers watching. It's very popular. Um, throughout the day, yesterday, our, our podcast. So, hey, if you check checking us out on replay, well, let us know what you think. Well, let us know what you think about us wasting 20 minutes talking about Twitch. Or if you, you, you have something.
1: advice on how Chris can improve his Twitch game, you know? like oh, yes. What he needs Please. to talk about, you know? Like, give, give, him, give, him, give him some advice, you know? People play Madden on Twitch all the time. We were talking about goals at work
0: the other day. Like, we have to set goals for our work. Yeah, my number one goal would be become a better Twitch player. No, I got better things in life to <laughs> worry about and improve on than be a better Twitch person. But, hey, if you're watching this, check us out. It'd be great. But, yeah, but back to broadband. No, I, I think it's good. I, I want to make sure it makes sense. But I guess if the state's spending the money, I mean, I guess it's our t- tax dollars. Which is good. I mean, we need better broadband. Brand, you're right. The pandemic showed us that, you know, with online schooling. And I also think that we need to have more online other stuff. Like, I love the online doctor's appointments. I and mean, sometimes you have to physically go see the doctor. But, hey, the online, it saves us time. And it's safer because of the pandemic. But it's, it saves time, which is awesome. Uh, Brandon, what were you gonna
2: say? Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, to the point of people saying it's just really expensive. I mean, it's just like, oh, it's expensive. Put down electric wire, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Conversations about, you know, get lighting up your house or homes. I mean, uh, you, that would be unthinkable in this day and age, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think it's more expensive because
0: you have to go further with it, and there's less people to service. I, from what I understand, you can
2: kind of get cheaper, and. and well, and I mean, I, maybe my pe- comparison's not fair, but because maybe it's right. cheaper to do electricity than, it is, um, than um, you know, Wi-Fi or connection or, or internet connection. Excuse me, but, um, but the, you know, it, at this rate, internet's becoming more of a utility, though. In that sense, It's right. It's just
0: right.
2: It's something. It's just. It's still an emerging tech. I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, and, and I'm excited. I mean, hey, broadband's good. We need more broadband. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that 290 million bucks is used. I would, I would say, even though we joked yesterday about we, you know, marketing is awesome to spend 50 million dollars on. I can understand this expenditure more because you know, Brand said it. You know, we got showed up when COVID came and we didn't have enough broadband for some of the rural areas and they're struggling. I'll say this before we move on. It's funny. My aunt and uncle, they live in um, Millersburg, uh, which is kind of a little bit of a rural area. They don't use internet. They've never been down. I mean, my uncle gets excited. I'm a journalist, but he wants to know about the print edition. I'm like, dude, I haven't touched the print edition in a long time. I mean, you know, I'm doing with the online. He doesn't understand that part of it. And it's funny. They call me all the time. And I talked to him a couple weeks ago, and they were saying how much they're struggling because – They don't use the internet, so they can't buy anything online. Everything else, they're walking to the store, you know, and and just think about how different your life is, especially during this time, if you don't have internet. And there's internet available in Millersburg; they just choose not to use it. And you know, look at the way we live our lives with the podcast and everything else. I mean, I'm on the online probably what most of the day, if not all day. It's just crazy. It's a different world.
2: I I don't know. Uh, speak to your point on that, it's like I mean I, I grew up in a home without internet. Um and probably one the, and actually when I got my laptop I actually was one of those few probably stole stole the neighbor's Wi Fi, like getting the corner of the house. Started doing my <laughs> homework, trying to trying to work on my Australian accent. Um yeah. but then the internet connection will go out. <laughs> we we gotta have her on the podcast. We gotta figure out how to get her on. That'd be great.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm I sure, really one
2: guess, I'm all, all for it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure she's not down. I'm sure she's not doing a ton of
1: podcasts right now.
0: Maybe she's she probably, always... probably.
2: What's Australian's time right now? She'd probably be awake.
1: Yeah, it's probably right up her yeah. for, for getting on at six thirty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I right. mean, oh, stay perfect. It's ten twenty-one p.m.
0: So maybe we should yeah. get more more Australians on our podcast. You know, it'd be great.
1: <laughs> Check us out. Do like a language tutorial or something. How to speak Australian we were talking about this the other day and it's loved the guests we've
0: had on and we've had some great guests and uh Danny King uh we had her on she was on the po- uh, podcast yesterday interview segment and just had the greatest conversation with her I'm like yeah you gotta come on our live show sometime and she's like uh, uh if you really want me to and yeah it just it being 6:30 kind of scared her away <laughs> in the morning so yeah so we need people from different parts of the globe where or in the morning wouldn't be that much of a problem so yeah. well, I think you know, with us taping six to seven, you think about like West Coast people. we could never have somebody on from California on no. online no. does no. that have to come on what three in the morning I mean it, no.
1: unless they're like late night twitch streamers oh man <laughs> yeah definitely that's true <laughs> i I think
0: it's back to our friend uh what was it Jake Thomas, you know the movie guy. I'm not sure if he's coming on at 3 a.m., Brandon. What do you think?
2: No, who was that? Per- I didn't catch it, Sorry. Uh,
0: Jake Thomas and Aaron, the couple that were doing the movie about the cat. Oh, uh, yeah. They came on from California and they made the mistake. It was a real cold day and they made the mistake of saying, oh, yeah, we're we're cold. It's like 60 over here. And it's <laughs> been the next five minutes. Uh... I, I got to tell you, at my work yesterday, uh, I'm on a call with our, the members of other dots. And, a lot of us were complaining about the weather, and the weather was a big uh, topic in a lot of areas of the country. And then these people from Florida got on, and they started griping that it was 60 degrees. And we were like, oh, we, we were yeah. getting so mad. And, and, Brandon, you saw the anger kind of come out when, I was, when they were in California saying how cold they were. I kind of was making fun for a couple minutes. I kind of did the same thing on a call yesterday. So <laughs> probably wasn't good for my professional chances. Who knows? <laughs> It'll be good so. All right, well, uh, let's talk about this real quick. I I know politics people get angry when we talk about politics, but I gotta bring this up. Uh, Dominion voting systems—that's that, a voting system that kind of controversial. You know, Republicans think that Dominion kind of screwed the election for uh, Donald Trump, and you know, there's been no. Valid evidence come out there you know maybe on sporadic on very individual cases, but there was no evidence to really indicate that- a Dominion voting system would have changed the course of the election you know it didn't um but it's interesting in canton they've used Dominion voting system for the past couple of years I'm from canton canton's um and Stark county's pretty much they always vote seem to vote republican well um yesterday they had a meeting where they wanted to continue having Dominion. and A bunch of uh, Donald Trump supporters got mad. Uh, It turned out to be a very acrimonious meeting. Um, Brian, I don't know if you got a chance to see the story. Uh, Kind of interesting. I mean, you know, Dominion, I guess, lives on.
2: Yeah, there's been talk of Dominion getting in a tiff uh, with Giuliani and company, you know, defamation suits are flying around. Yeah, 1.3 billion. (laughs) That's the extent I've been hearing about. So, but you know, I've actually read stories about in previous in my career about the election, uh, voting machine industry. It's a fascinating subject. Just kind of like how what kind of different companies are out there. Not and like how many of them. Not not too many, but like good enough to like you know, there are a couple big players and own the market share and whatnot. And and then it just kind of speaks out to that. Again, it goes back to that point of we were talking about how a few weeks ago how states each state does carries out elections similarly but not the same. And uh, again, I go back to well, what are the pros and cons of every every state every county using the same voting machine, or or is it there's there an advantage to you know different machines, different company where you, each state's doing different companies? I don't know what the answer is to that. Ex- essentially. Um, as far as the machines go, but, um, it certainly does like produce some, some, uh, does produce these kind of outcomes where there's like, Oh, there's this company is not trustworthy or this company. I don't know. I mean, like, whereas I'm, I'm hesitant to say let's centralize it all and have like one company and one machine type of machine. And, um, um, because of, um, you know, then again, it's like. Uh, there's also some trust issues on that front, so um, yeah, I think that's the de- really the real debate there. I mean, Dominion can Dominion should every <laughs> should do by all means to go follow its course of saying the Raker straight as it seems deep spit.
0: Well, when you're attacking a company, I mean, I'm not lawsuit guy, but you know your company got attacked, and you know you've got to defend yourself. I mean, you know and I wonder, um, what was it? Sidney Rice was the other attorney they're suing in addition to Rudy Giuliani. And, you know, it's serious stuff. And, yeah, you think about $1.3 billion, I mean, wow. I mean, and, but, you know, when your company gets attacked, you got to do something about it. You can't just sit there and don't do anything. Um, Craig, do we have Dominion in Sandusky County with Fremont and everything?
1: Not that I'm aware. Um you know, again, there's been no evidence to suggest that there was any issues with Dominion here. And there was really no evidence to suggest there was any issues in Ohio other than some of the straggler things that you may see each year. And that's not, you know, to say that that's a problem. It's just to say that every now and then there's mistakes made. And that's just the nature of the beast. But, you know, I think people need to realize, too, that, you know, Trump won Ohio. I know he didn't win Summit County there. and, And, you know, in that area, but he won Ohio pretty handily. So if, if people are like claiming voter fraud in Ohio, like, are you anticipating that Trump didn't win? I mean, you know, I think people just need to kind of let it go and, and understand that we've moved on with, with life and we're in the month of February and we have a new president. I mean, you know, I, I just, I don't see the, the, the reason for all this, these frivolous things just going on every day. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have a link to it in the podcast. I encourage you to check out the link um, because, Brandon, I thought it
0: was fascinating. Um, you know, Stark County commissioners are mostly Republican. I think the, the Board of Elections Director is Republican. And it was funny because they found themselves in a weird space where they're telling a bunch of Republicans, hey, we're, we're not seeing any type of issues or controversy. You guys are kind of crazy. It was kind of, it just kind of, it created a weird situation
2: yesterday. Yeah, it's been the story. That's been kind of one of the other narratives throughout the whole so whole issue. Um, you know, Republicans in positions of power when it comes to electoral processes are now having to defend the, the process to its own party members. Um, this was definitely going on in Georgia. This was going. This is going on everywhere, and it's it kind of speaks to the fact of i guess you know there's definitely a bit of an identity issue with the republican party um going on right now i mean they're having conversations with about one of their members of congress right now and you know um and of course there's 2024 already looming over us over that party so you know it's going to be kind of interesting what will what will happen to the republican party and how it will evolve over the next four years
0: yeah, and if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know we've beat this drum to death, but it, it, we we still we still got beat it, you know. For the most part, I'm sure there's an exception here or there. We're not biased here in the media, you know. What I mean, um, I know, and you know, the places brands work, I'm sure have had strict ethics too. But you know, Craig and I, we work for Gannett, USA Today Network. I mean, we can get in trouble for stuff we post on social media. Uh, That's why we got to be kind of careful here on the podcast. I mean, if we start going off on one party or the other, I mean, we could get in trouble for even what we say on the podcast. We got to be down the middle. We got to be fair. We got to be balanced and everything. And, you know, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I've been in this business for over 20 years. Yeah, there have been some politically charged conversations in the newsroom. You know, I there's been people who are Republican or Democrat to feel strongly about how they feel, but in terms of how that affects coverage, I haven't seen it. And you might sit there and say, "Well, you're not part of the mainstream media." Yes, I am. I'm, I take part in local and national discussions each day. And sorry, guys, it, it's not happening. I mean, I mean, are are you guys hearing anything different? I mean, and just look back at your whole career, not just
2: you know, what you're doing now. I would I'll go ahead, Craig. I've talked too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, we've, we've obviously like, like most other papers have been accused of, of a biasness, which, you know, I think when you, you know, in our area is very Republican in Sadusky County and in Fremont, uh, Fremont's more Democrat as the city of Fremont, but the, the county as a whole is very Republican. Um, you know, generally in that 60 to 65% range for for Republican. Um, you know, we've obviously, we've been called fake news. We've been called bias. You know, we've been asked why we don't write a certain story about something, you know, specific going on during the Trump presidency. Um, but, you know, we covered the Trump presidency with all of our reporters when he came to Clyde, Ohio, to talk about washing machine tariffs and, at Whirlpool and Clyde. We've written about, you know, impact maybe that those tariffs had locally for that whirlpool plant to save jobs and actually create jobs. So, you know, I don't think you're ever going to, in our profession, you're never going to appease both sides. I mean, you know, we're literally talking about a story from Stark County, which Trump won by 18.5% about them not trusting the voting machines, essentially. I mean... He won. Well, he won Stark County by eighteen and a half percent. What more? Do you, you know, I mean, do you want him to win by ninety percent? I mean, you know, you, you, I don't. I don't get it. I just. I guess I right. just don't understand it.
0: It, it. it's a popular story. I mean, I'll admit, I'm on the digital desk. <laughs> and I handled that story yesterday. I immediately shared it to the state. Yeah. Right? Oh so yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm anything. Not yeah. Anything is it's, it's just big. Well, and do you guys disagree with this? I mean. Trump is a populist president. So a populist president says, hey, I'm going to do things my own way. The media kind of says, hey, this is different. We need to cover it. We need to make sure it's okay. That's one. Two, if you follow Donald Trump, and I'm I'm talking the pre-apprentice Donald Trump, Trump always fought with the media. That's Trump. Trump loves that type of stuff. So don't be tricked and fooled because you've got a bunch of the country yelling at fake media because you're listening to a guy that always loves fighting with the media i mean that's his deal that's his chick. he loves fighting with the media and we're taking the words that he says and the fact he's a populist president to say all to me is now suddenly corrupt no no you're falling into a guy who loves to fight and you know you're buying a hook line sinker you know Any, any other thoughts? I don't want to talk politics too much today, but just want to kind
2: of make a point <laughs> well, about that. Uh, to chime in here, I just, um, you know, I think they're, we're all human. We all have biases, and sometimes it shows. And But I think we need to remember this is the value of a professional journal, journalist is that they're not working necessarily lone wolf. Um,
1: exactly. They have
2: editors, um, they have colleagues, they have. You know it's it's a livelihood it's a professional livelihood i mean you you can't just i mean even if you go off the off the end there have been stories in past of journalists who have made up things and they eventually got caught and um there's checks and balances in the system um and there's no question that there are weaknesses within the news industry um and but you know the but that doesn't really the only thing i would say is your responsibility as a re as a consumer, or as a reader uh, of news is to not just get your news from one place. It's important to get your news from a variety of sources and, and particularly very, you know, established sources still, um, you know, and just compare and contrast. I mean, sometimes I, I'm always amazed whenever I see stories from some of those very right wing blogs and I go and see. Well, what, the, what does the mainstream media say? Sometimes they they they've acknowledged it. Sometimes they haven't. Um, and I think that just kind of, again, it's kind of the news judgment. Um, news judgment is where we where the bias is really shown. It's just kind of more of a because um, it's 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 hard to say what story gets prominence and what story doesn't get prominence. And of course, with the social media and the internet. Almost all stories were on the front page now it used to that used to be the challenge back when print is what stories go on the front page and with with Facebook and whatnot every story is on the front page in that sense right. um, i i I think that just again to reiterate though to go on before I go off the tangents and stuff it's just um you know go to this wall street journal it's well known conservative outlet especially for particularly with its editorial page but it still produces the same good old journalism in uh, on its news pages. It might be you'll see a little bit of the bias when um, in headline writing, um, people love to say. Here's Washington Post's headline. Here's the Wall Street Journal's. For instance, Wall Street, Washington Post will say Trump mob storms Capitol. Wall Street Journal will say mob storms Capitol. Both are right. Both are. Those are fine headlines. But that's. But that's so. Um but um one one d one, went one a step further so and that might be where you might see the bias and it's really comes down to you as a reader to make the judgment call um so yeah. it's it's kind of like i uh, f- final thought is some news organizations they love it's the greatest power newspaper sometimes really does wield is the power of insinuation um to say, we don't know, we don't know, but this is, these are like, here's like, here's like where things are looking like, I guess is the way it's about kind of like, um, you know, we may never know exactly what is being said or done in certain circumstances, but here's what we do know. And then this is where it kind of seems to lead. It's kind of, I hate, it doesn't, it's not necessarily negative, but it is, it is of course, um. That's why it's important. I guess just again compare, contrast, and do do your homework. But um, um, at the end of the day, but um, mainstream media is not perfect. But um, it is funny that the antidote apparently is I'm just going to go to news news that bias news sources anyway. It just seems like the very strange conclusion to go for. And I'll I'll tell you,
0: and you know if there's any frustration <clears throat> I have is sometimes I'm headstrong. I want to go in. I want to write a story. I want to do something. But in all my time in that, I've gotten pushback. And I, I get frustrated at times, but it's good because there's editors above me that says, hey, we want to make sure we're presenting this the right way, the appropriate way, the accurate way. And, you know, and honestly, and again, I, I, I go back to the whole thing of, I think the fake news comes from a populist president who always likes to fight the media. And he's kind of gotten people to believe that, oh, it's always been fake. There's this big, grand conspiracy and everything else. And sorry, guys, there's not. You know what I mean? And really, even in the media these days, where things happen and where things screw up, like I think about some of the plagiarism examples. Um, I can't think of the guy, uh, New York Times, I think back in the Iraq War, he got fired because he plagiarized stories. Well, the media learned from that because it gave him too much freedom. I just said, oh, he's a such a great young reporter. We're not going to fact-check him. Whatever he writes is great because he's good, he's young, and he took advantage of that. Well, right now, we're fact-checking. We're doing a bunch of stuff. So, I don't know. It's, it, I hate to say this, but even with some of my friends and family that don't like the media, I feel it's an argument you can't win. I mean, I could sit here and say, come with me. You know, sit with me. You know, listen to the conversations. Listen to the back and forth. And I think people would still be like, oh, you're you're still fake. You know, it it just – I mean, it's good that we gripe about but unfortunately I think it's a conversation we won't win. Okay, moving on. Craig, I got to apologize to you. You were a big part of our our family's discussion last night because my 14-year-old was watching SpongeBob SquarePants again. (laughs) And I was fending to my wife going, should he watch that and everything else? It it was good. Well – I tease Craig about some of the stuff he likes. I'm going to talk about something that I'm going to lose you guys so quick. You guys are going to like this, but, hey, I got to go off for a second. The best news of yesterday was when EA Sports announced that the NCAA college football game is coming back. Um, I'm excited. This is great. It, it It was a fun game to play. They dropped production of it in 2014. Uh, because of player likenesses. I mean, I say, hey, you can't do that. They were threatened with some suits. Well, the law is changing. It sounds like college players are going to be able to start to be compensated for some things, and because of that, hey, the college football game is coming back. Um, Brandon, I'm sure you don't care about the college football game. I see it in your eyes. But I wanted to ask you a little bit. I We've talked about this in the past in the podcast. I I think it's good that college players are being compensated because there's billions of dollars in this industry. There's humongous TV contracts and everything else. Maybe you don't pay them right away. Maybe you'll leave them like a, a stipend that they can collect on their way out. But, hey, is this a good step? Yeah. I mean, you think there's, you think, that, well, again, forget the video game part of it, but just the fact that it sounds like players can be compensated a little bit, especially at these big schools like Ohio State and everything. I mean, do you see any drawbacks
2: then? it? I don't see any drawbacks. Um, um you know, this is, uh, you know, this was sort of like an issue with um, the whole whether players should be compensated for not for their likenesses. I mean it speaks to like again the some of the weaknesses and issues of American sports in general, particularly with American football, just how it's evolved or grown. And I mean, essentially the NFL has a free a free uh, minor league team and um you know, players are kind were for a long time, you know, they thought oh this is a fair trade of you get go to college for free and you get to play for us. Um but now it's now it's like You know, college college football is some ways. You know, it's you know maybe it's more popular than professional football. It's hard to say in some ways, but um, um, you know, this bringing back this game after we got the whole uh, likeness using your someone's likeness back. I mean, a lot of people were excited yesterday. I saw on on Twitter people were just tweeting, "It's happening!" Yeah, I was just like, "What is going on?" Oh, it's a game. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But um, yeah. I thought about you, Brandon, when that happened, because I'm like, this is something I gotta talk about. I know Brandon's not into the game part of it, but no, I thought it was definitely interesting. Um, my wife wants to have an offline conversation with you, Brandon. I was telling her about your book yesterday, and you will have to listen to podcast <laughs> just to get into it, but my wife's like, what's happening? I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I said... No, no, she doesn't want to listen to the podcast, but she's like, I hear you enough every day. Why would I sit when I'm away from you and listen to you go off for an hour? I'm like, all right, good point. But so I, I share with her stories in the podcast, and I'm like, it about stop the show. I didn't know what to do after that. And she's like, yeah, I got to ask him some questions. She's not mad. She's very inquisitive. She wants to know. So we'll, we'll do the offline. It'll be good. Um, so, uh,
2: I'll do a Q&A for any Patreon member. Yes. Yeah. We have yes. no Patreon.
0: <laughs> well, we're trying to, we're, we're kind of going back and forth. We're in talks about kind of rethinking the way we do our Patreon. Uh, Brandon had great ideas. He had a good discussion. and We're hopefully going to put that in place shortly, I would say. So, yeah, we're excited. It should be good. So, yeah, yeah. Brandon can talk about his book. that will be in that. event. But, no, we're looking at ways that we could possibly partner with a nonprofit um, so you can help us to help a nonprofit at the same time, too. We're still trying to figure it out. So if you're a non out there and you want information, hey, get a hold of us. Love to talk to you. It'll be great. All right. So what else is going on? I, am I? I don't know. Jeff Bezos is stepping down from
2: Amazon. Um, is Sh- Bezos? Oh, well, Jeff, is it be- right? Is it? Or, excuse me. Jeff, Jeff be- Bezos, you said? Or, or Bezos? Be- I thought it was Bezos.
0: Bezos, okay. Well, he's is stepping down from... Craig?
2: I, I believe it's Bezos. Bezos, you know, okay. at this point, let's just say that
1: he's rich, and he's stepping down from Amazon.
2: <laughs> the richest man,
1: you know. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff is stepping down.
0: What? Well, why? What happened there? I mean, did he do anything bad, or is he just like I got too much money? Why worry about this?
1: uh well I mean, I don't think he's done anything bad this year. I mean he got into that cheating scandal and got into that messy divorce yes. situation um was it last year or two thousand nineteen? It's hard to remember because it's last year was such a blur, but um yeah, I mean he hasn't you know done anything like illegal as far as you know his business goes i like, he was in the embroiled in a cheating scandal and you know but I kind of look. He's got so much money. Why does he need
0: to step down? I mean, really, like, I wonder how long he's working per week. Because you think about when you have that much money, I don't think Jeff is spending 80 hours a week on Amazon stuff,
2: right? He might be very hands-on still. Okay. Yeah. I mean, or he's, you know, doing some sort of, I don't know, some sort of, um, I mean, when you're CEO, you got to be kind of, sort of hands-on a little bit more so than maybe just being an executive Mm -hmm. chair. Um, So it's maybe it feels like a step back, kind of, hey, kind of ride the wave at this point, kind of bring in the Tim Cook of Amazon at this point. Um, Well, like, if I were him, like, in churches, they have emeritus.
0: So, like, you're a pastor, you retired, and you become emeritus, where you're still hanging out, you come in once a week with coffee, and You still get paid maybe like 25% of what you're getting paid before, but it's got a nice little gig. I'm thinking if I'm Jeff, I'd stick around as a marriage guy. Maybe he still is, but...
2: Well, yeah, he's staying going to be... I don't know if he is maintaining or just moving into the role of executive chair or chair executive. Like, it's a position essentially. But I don't know... Yeah, yeah, he's doing that. So... I don't know like what, what his responsibilities will be in that sense. Maybe it's just board decisions be like
0: Oh uh, so Jeff is still getting paid. He's not going home looking for a job tomorrow or something like that,
2: right? Usually when you're that rich, you get you don't get paid the way we get paid, but.
0: Yes, you get paid extra and bonuses <laughs> yeah. and all this other stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Well, based on the well, USA Today story, it looks like he's he's stepping away from the day to day workings. Dabbling in other ventures from a private space company, Blue Origin, to the Washington Post, of course. Um, So he became more involved uh, again last spring during the pandemic. So I think he's going to stay busy and he's going to stay pretty wealthy. Um, And maybe he'll just be like the once a week come in. You know, Bill Gates did this too. So it's not really uncommon for these, you know, CEOs of these mega companies to like, you know, transition from you know, their, their job to, you know, like a board chairman type job. So that's what Bill Gates did with Microsoft. And, you know, I think, I think Jeff will be okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. We, we had a debate about this at work because, you know, one of the guys on our desk was like, Oh, this is a huge story and everything. And I'm like, well, it kind of caught my attention when I saw it, but I wasn't like, Oh my gosh. I mean, I didn't, like, did it startle you guys? I mean, some people at work were thinking like it was a huge deal.
1: Yeah. I'm not really surprised by it. I mean, and I guess more so than not being surprised, I kind of don't care that he stepped down. I mean, you know, I mean, I had nothing against him or Amazon or anything like that. It just, I'm not surprised and I, it's not really a big deal to me. Like I'm sure, Amazon's going to load up this morning when you, you know, search for it or put in your yeah. phone, or whatever. So. I was so revved
0: up about the old college football game. I mean I was like, yeah. It was like yesterday
1: a... yesterday I got into my feelings on, on college football coming back, so I didn't yeah. really care about anything else. So you, you know mean. I'm ready to I'm ready to twitch some college football dynasty mode with bowling green, you know. Oh man. Do you have Xbox One? I do, I have a PlayStation Four. The only, oh, okay. the only, the only problem is we're gonna probably have to wait like a couple of years for it. So yes, so, yes, unfortunately. Well, and we've got to kind of get the same
0: system by the time it happens we could do it. Because I'm not sure if we could switch cross systems, right?
1: I don't I don't know if you can, but I know cross compatibility is kind of becoming a thing now, more yeah. so than anything. So, you know, maybe by then we'll have figured it out and we'll also work on our Australian accents. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs>
0: Brandon's welcome to join, but I got a feeling Brandon's not too into this.
1: I don't yeah. think so. Maybe. Well, FIFA. Do you play FIFA? Do you like FIFA? Or do well, okay. Some people like FIFA. Okay. I, yeah. Let me tell you. I, the I don't story. see the
2: allure of playing playing fictional fictional sports on this front. Yeah. I don't get the allure. Okay. It's just, that's
1: fine. That's fine. Like, yeah, well, you don't well, want to build
2: a team, and you know. You know right. Why? Well, I, I again. That. I I just want to have no control. I I want
1: right. to.
2: Yeah. I, well, I don't. I, oh, sorry, Brandon. <laughs> I just say I just don't want no control and, you know, just like – then I'll be like one of those snobs like, why doesn't the coach do it the way I do it in FIFA? (laughs) Like, fire him. I can do this better. These are – he's not treating these human beings as the players they should be, the gods they are in FIFA. It's like – They don't ever get tired in FIFA, you know, so.
0: I've known Brandon for several years now. Brandon's funny. I, I love hanging out with Brandon. Brandon, half the time, I'm like, I'm too old. I'm a boomer. You know, Brand's this young, hip guy. And then Brandon shocks me because some of this young, hip stuff I try to do, Brand's the boomer. You know, Brandon's kind of older than his age. Well, I remember, so we started this podcast a little over two years ago. And part of it, I kind of fell in touch with Brandon a little bit. And, you know, just, you know, he was busy with his stuff. I was busy with my stuff. We weren't working together anymore. And I'm... You know, so I reach out to them, dude. We got me at RB's or we got to meet somewhere to discuss this podcast. And I'm like, maybe you could come over because I know Brandon was a huge soccer guy. I'm like, Brandon, I got FIFA. Why don't we sit on the couch and play FIFA together? you thought I asked Brandon to do something illegal. I mean, Brandon's like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, all right, we'll go meet me Arby's. It's fine. This podcast could have been scuttled if I didn't quickly suggest Arby's because when I suggested playing FIFA video games, Brandon was like, oh my gosh, this guy's a creep. I'm not talking to him anymore. So thank goodness for Arby's in my quick mind. We never had this podcast.
2: So I don't know. The, my extent of video gaming was like, hey, had the good old-fashioned P- PlayStation. Um, and then, like, had uh, this cool Star Wars Jedi game, Phantom of the Menace, go through all the levels, struggled, and then my cousin comes through and he's like, doot, 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 do. He's like, oh, and then conversations later, oh, yeah, I've, I've cleared the field that way. And he's tw- he was twitching before there was twitching. Yeah. I mean, or, <laughs> telling me, like, yeah, there, then there was this scene here, and then I was doing, you know, then I found out you can unlock new characters, that was like, that was like that. That killed passion for any, mm-hmm. any future video gaming for me. Although I still enjoy Smash Brothers, new editions, and just playing around with that. And my wife and I have a Wii still. And okay, you know, I kind of right. we did kind of want to get a, a, a Switch or something, maybe get Animal Crossing and <laughs> decorate a room. <laughs> we have done a great job. Because um, we talk about
0: differentiating ourselves. We're, we joined Twitch this week. We're on Twitch right now. We're probably the podcast that hates Twitch the most. Like All these other Twitch people are like, Oh, thank God for Twitch. It's changed my life and everything. And we're on Twitch saying how much it sucks and we're bearing it and everything else. Uh, this is great. So yeah. if you hate Twitch and you're on Twitch, listen to us. It'll be great. Yeah, so, Well, I, I got close today... I gripe on this play too much. I'm like the crazy old man. Um, I had a story with you guys about Shamrock Shakes are coming back. I forget. With the pandemic, I forget what time of season it is anymore. Uh, but, you know, next month, St. Patty's Day, McDonald's bring the Shamrock Shakes. Are you in anything green, if it's green beer or green Shamrock Shakes or anything? I think last
2: year you say you didn't like it as much,
0: right, Brandon?
2: Ah. Uh. I don't know if I had it last year. I can't remember. Maybe it was the year before. I don't remember. I yeah, I used to love the shamrock shake. It was like all hype for me in childhood, but um um nah I've kind of moved on from mint. I'm not really I used to be a big mint chocolate chip guy. Now now I don't like it as much. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure about the mint taste. Craig, are you into the mint taste? Whatever I
1: yeah, No, don't like mint. Um I have only been to McDonald's like once in the last three years, so I won't partake in this and no, no, no green beer, nothing. I don't drink alcohol. So, um, yeah, St. Patrick's day is kind of a, not much for me. It doesn't really do much for me.
0: My body has been sculpted by many, many, many trips to McDonald's over the years. And <laughs> I I've drank some of their shakes, but shamrock shake, ugh. you know, chocolate. Come on. You know, there's nothing wrong with the taste of chocolate. It's a wonderful taste. Why ruin it with Shamrock? I mean, come on.
2: I kind of wanted to see a billboard where Chris is on a billboard and he, he, <laughs> McDonald's logo, and he's like, My body has been sculpted by McDonald's. Yes, it's wonderful.
0: The criticism I've heard about oh my. my well, you know, it's funny, the criticism I hear about is I hate the things I love. Because, like, on Seinfeld, we got some guy on Facebook ripping our Seinfeld podcast, MJ saying, it, it sounds like you guys hate Seinfeld. Well, maybe it sounds like I hate it, but I like the show. Steelers, I always gripe about the Steelers. McDonald's, I hate McDonald's if I go there way too much. What's wrong with me?
1: Well, you got to, you know, you, you're not going to love every single aspect of Seinfeld. You're not going to love every single aspect of, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, even if you do. You know, no offense, but who likes to hear someone just dote on something for 30 minutes straight? You know, you got to have a little bit of dissenting viewpoint on there. I mean, come on. I love Seinfeld as much as the next person, but I was critical when I was on there saying that Jerry Seinfeld was not the greatest character and not the best actor ever. I mean, and that was the show. It was Seinfeld. It wasn't Kramer. It wasn't George. It was Seinfeld. So. You know, I didn't like the main character that the show was built around.
2: I'm yeah, sure that's always the case, though, with with those kind of shows. Yeah, yeah they always get those, those supporting characters always tend to outshine, you know. It's like How I Met Your Mother. People didn't like Ted. Um, they liked Barney. Much. Yeah. They liked Barney. They liked Ro- uh, Ro- Robin, to some extent. They liked yeah. William Marshall, probably more. But that's funny. It's just kind of like the, you know, you kind of have this one character that's Holds the show together, but then everyone's kind of got this freedom to do their to do their own thing.
1: It's given given better material, yeah. Hot yeah. take:
2: I don't even know if Seinfeld's
0: the best comedian of all time. I'm not a, a crazy Jerry Seinfeld comedy guy. Either. yeah,
1: I think his his comedy, yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. His show's a lot better than his stand up. I think. I mean, I guess everybody's got different you know different stand up you know thoughts, but. Yeah, I mean, his I show was very funny, but he as an actor and as a comedian, you yeah, know, not the greatest. I, I wasn't a huge fan, but he's talented to an extent. But I'd, I'd if, if he left that show, I'd watch that show more probably. That's how much <laughs> the other characters were so much more, you know, vivid and, you know, just better acted personally. But, you know, Jerry Seinfeld was the star, and that's fine.
0: Yeah, let's reboot Seinfeld, but kill off Jerry on the Seinfeld. You know, don't bring Jerry back. Say Jerry died or something. I think Elaine
1: and Kramer could carry. Oh gosh! And Putty have Putty get more time. You know, yeah. Somebody, you know, yeah. You know, Jerry
0: dies. Putty moves in the apartment.
1: Yeah,
2: they could do a sitcom where it's built around a a single character, but that character is hardly in it. Yeah, (laughs) just like have a. He shows up at the beginning of the episode and goes out on his own adventure, and everyone is all about his friends or his family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's morbid to kill somebody off. Just say Jerry's,
0: like, in quarantine somewhere. You know, like, he's stuck. He did a comedy show in, like, Middle East, and he's stuck there because of COVID <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That might be the best idea we come up with. Maybe in two years, Brandon, bring back Seinfeld, but just don't bring back Jerry. I love that. I think that would work, so. <laughs> Very good. Uh, anything else we need to bring up today? We're, we're getting near the end of our hour. I don't think so. Yeah, sounds good. Well, um, you know, like I said, uh, we are in the process of updating our Patreon page. I mean, we definitely want you to subscribe to our podcast, uh, join our Patreon. Again, it's just another way of supporting the show. Hey, we're up 6 a.m., five days a week. Help us out a little bit. You know, get. Scratch our backs and we'll continue to scratch yours, I guess. Um, so, yes, uh, a lot more details on our Patreon shortly. But again, you can still subscribe. You know, there's nothing wrong with going on there and subscribing now. Um, also, connect with us on our all of our podcast pages. Um, where are we on, Brandon? What is it? Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, bunch of other places, and Twitch. We hate Twitch, but subscribe to us on Twitch too. You can see us every day. And you can see me do dumb videos. Oh, man.
1: I think we're going to get kicked off of Twitch if we keep saying Twitch is
0: terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be the first person. I, I'm not even sure if Donald Trump got banned from Twitch. We'll be the first person to ever be banned from Twitch. And we're not spouting about right-wing the theories. We're just hating on Twitch. That'd be great.
2: We're going to storm the Twitch headquarters. Yes, yes, we are. Rally around. Get on Reddit. Rally the troops and find some find out if all, any of the Twitch folks own, uh, own some game stuff or are trying to short game stuff or, or well, you know. you,
1: we get kicked you, off of Twitch and then the Australian girl would want to come on the podcast and talk about yes. Twitch, you know That'd be our luck. Maybe she <laughs> can come on the podcast and tell me
0: actually, how I can actually Twitch better or Twitch at yeah, all.
1: That's, that, yeah,
0: I'll uh, ask her. Come on. Because, because seriously, the content I have on there, it's embarrassing. The first part of my Super Bowl preview, I played the first half of the game I didn't have my mic plugged in right. So you're just watching the game. So, again, it, it's out there. I mean, you can watch it right after the show. It's just me. It's a half hour of just watching a video game play. You don't even know it's me playing it. I'm and, having Yeah. In the second half, I actually plugged my mic in, but I had the game audio way up, too.
1: Ew.
0: So you could hear me, but I'm kind of muffled because... I, I'll tell you, video game sound is the worst. If you're playing a sports game, you got these dopey dudes yelling about it. Yeah. So you hear the dopey guys yelling, and me kind of muffled. And the third part is just me talking for two minutes. I'm promoting the show, uh, but that's it. So I, I've learned my lesson. Next time I twitch, I'll I'll have the volume down. So
1: I can't wait. I'm gonna as soon as I get off of here, I'm going on Twitch to watch your. Yeah, you won't miss it. You're not going. You you won't be
0: excited. I mean, well, you know. Look, I, I, I'm going to call you your boss it. and say, what are you doing
1: with your life if you're watching me on Twitch? You tried something new. You're going to get better at it. You know, just just keep working at it. Just keep plugging away, you know. Get that, that Pittsburgh Steelers franchise mode going and talk through some moves and maybe, you know, maybe uh, ask people on Twitch to say, hey, should we sign this free agent? Should we, should we draft a quarterback in the first round? And then you start – that's how you start building your, your Twitch following. My wife—if I brought her down
0: and said, "What do I need to improve in my life?" and <laughs> Craig here is saying I should improve my Twitch game, yeah. she would slug me. I'd be divorced. It's for, and it's run for after the games. Ohioan,
1: though. It's for the Ohio. Oh, it's for the Ohioan. Okay, <laughs> you're you're investing into the podcast. I mean, let's—that's what you need to say.
0: In your goals for 2021, where does improve your Twitch game show up, Brandon? <laughs> you had to rank your goals for. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, uh, well, uh, like, so if I had a list of a certain number of goals, where would it rank?
0: Yeah, yeah. How many goals would you have to write down before improve your Twitch game? What would be the goal you write down? <laughs> Probably a million, like 10 million, maybe? Or
2: <laughs> I mean, like, I guess I only, I'm always st- stuck with like maybe one goal right now, and it's okay. Twitch, ain't want, ain't, Twitch ain't it. How about that? <laughs> it, it's right in your book about. <laughs> 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 you're right. I write my New Year's resolution of year to write one page a day uh, for my book Just so I keep putting it off. Okay. My wife kept, kept coming back. Where, where's that? Where's that book? Where's that book? I wanted first draft by last year. So I'm like, okay. I'm Could you help us out? Could you send us a copy of what you have so far?
0: Because we're not trying to mock you. I, my wife was having questions. I mean, my wife's like, I, right
2: uh, well, I haven't even re- really re- written much about the deaf stuff, so it won't make much <laughs> sense. Okay. De- is, does the book have a title? Is it going to be just
1: called like "Dead Kids" or something? Or what's no. the? Oh.
2: Hey,
1: what's <laughs> the- <laughs> well, Dead well, kids. about I don't know. It's
2: a children's novel, right? And <laughs> Chris, like,
0: well, uh, so, I, I said, deaths. So they deal Sorry, they deal with the death of a
2: loved one, right?
0: Like they're dealing with the anguish of the death, or
1: no?
2: Okay, but there might be some anguish later on. I don't. I, I can't. Okay.
1: Wait. I can't wait to see what happens because you you've left us wanting more. Maybe <laughs> you? Do you think you could? We could use Twitch. Maybe you could you could live stream your your writing. Could we do that with Twitch, Chris?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well be I mean, more? I mean, it's like YouTube. You can pretty much play anything you want on it all. And until they censor it, but, I mean... Well, that's,
1: that's how you improve your Twitch game, Brandon, is you, you work on your, your novel here on Twitch, you know? See, so I have a video of Brandon on his word processor
0: typing. I'm not sure that's saying <laughs> well, same video, you know? You know,
1: maybe he, so like, asked, maybe he asks his Twitch following, hey, how should this kid die, you know? I mean, you know... You gotta you gotta get them involved, and then and then if they don't want to read it, then you say, well, you guys were involved in this, you have to buy this copy. You have well, to- I I don't want you to give away your book.
0: I think that's your hesitation, Brandon. But that's fine. Yeah, leave us it, wanting more. Is the kid going to be in legal trouble for what he does? <laughs> what like with the death? See, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out because when you talk about deaths. You know, sadly we've all had deaths in our family and everything and we deal with that and everything else. But one thing, is it is it the sadness of hey, a loved one died, I'm you know, working my way through it and everything, or is it
2: the the kids on death row for what he did? That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> is that giving way too much? I, I, it's too it's too realistic. You're thinking too realistic. I, I mean I didn't even give you the genre. I just threw in oh. the most elusive thing I could think of and deaths just Every almost every children's novel has a death. I think yeah. you know, it's it's sort of death is always that kind. As a child, every child's kind of, oh wait, we die. <laughs> it's it's always some mesmerizing force, and as you get older, you kind uh-huh. of just kind of accept it for the most part, or mm-hmm. you know, or don't think about it. I try not. Okay.
0: To <laughs> but, well, well, Craig and I were going to a dark place when you talked about it's going to be kids' death. I thought it was going to be like some. <laughs> I thought,
1: that, I thought the cover was going to be black and it was just going to say death yeah. on it or something like, you know, I, I don't know. Well, Maybe that sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Saw. I was Hopefully it wasn't like Saw, the kids edition, you know, where there was just, you know. Uh, let's hope not. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we're not going that dark, right? I mean, we're... it's not that
1: dark. No. Um... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not that dark. <laughs> On the scale of, like, that to, like, Nickelodeon slime, is it somewhere in the middle, then, I'm assuming? You know, we're not not
2: talking about, like, Nickelodeon slime. It's going to be more mature than Nickelodeon. Okay. Um, Well, I don't know. You know, depending on what Nickelodeon we're talking about, because, you know, like, Doug, Doug, when Doug was still part of Nickelodeon, I think it had, like, a more of a mature kind of or, or like, not sanitized kind of vibe, and then when it went to Doug went to Disney. Disney really first episodes like just sanitized the whole thing and yeah. and like no more no more no more no more beats. Uh, the band, uh, yeah, Skeeter, Skeeter's now rich. Uh, Fatty Patty is now skinny because she went to fat camp. And um okay, uh, yeah, they, so I don't know, maybe I don't know. Anyways, what's, I'm getting off a tangent here, but
0: what's this rated? Like, like, if this gets picked up for a movie, what are we rating this?
1: Um, it could be PG 13, I would say. Okay, that's you know, all right, you get some leeway with PG 13 too, so that's that's good. See, C- 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 F- uh, go ahead. I don't know.
0: Well, Brandon did admit not that he liked it, but he admitted like what you're watching saw at 12. So, is your PG 13 different uh, I than our PG 13? Oh okay, okay.
2: <laughs> I was just saying Saw came out in twelve and ever when I was twelve and everyone oh, yeah. was watching it around that my in my age group, you know, it's just like And okay. Saw is not in G thirteen, so there it's definitely rated R.
0: Well, I, I, I was thinking hopefully like his like if he saw Saw or if a friend of his saw Saw, that didn't like influence what his
1: rating would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I Hopefully, there's no Saw influences in your book. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It doesn't sound like there
0: is, which is good. So, well, well sorry for the diatribe. Like I said, we were talking yesterday and about creativity during, like, the pandemic. And Brandon was sharing about writing a movie about kids' death. And he started laughing. And I just got <laughs> – it, it was an interesting moment in the podcast. Probably the, the most interesting moment was uh, our former co-host, John Reed, talking about his first time he watched a Julie Andrews movie. Uh, it, it didn't quite come to that point, but it was close, Brandon. <laughs> Got to have John on back on some time um, to talk about it. He's still a friend of show, but John's working for some stuff right now. But i love to have John back. So, All right. Well, hey, thank you for the diatribe. Sorry I was trying to end this a couple minutes, but the Brandon kids book is just... It's carrying on life of its own, and Brandon's very shrewd. I mean, I would just say everything. I'm like, oh, it's about this, this, and the other thing. I'd have nothing to bank on, but he's a shrewd marketer. Yeah,
1: no, you know, he's, being really coy, he's being coy. Uh, he's being
0: cagey. He's the public is the clamor is rising, and whenever this book comes out, he might get that movie deal.
2: So <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I might just go for Netflix and say just make it a. Make it a series. You're not. Are you?
0: Are you self-publishing?
2: What's that? Are you trying to get a book deal, or are you self-publishing? Uh, I like to do the traditional route, book deal. Uh, yeah. But um, we'll never know. I don't know. I like. I have. It's a. It's a four book series. Uh, four my series. My so, I've had been working on this as early as according to my Google Doc folder, 2015, probably. Wow. Maybe earlier. So, um. well,
0: one more question. We got into the show. We're, we're going over, but what does your wife think of the book? Is she happy, horrified? I mean, what, what's happening? She's happy, asking, Where's the book deal? Oh, okay. So she just wants to see the money. So the, con- <laughs> so the content's not bothering her at all. I mean, as long as she gets paid, it's okay, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I Craig could probably w- write a, a, Saw, a Saw Kids edition, and she's like, as long as it's, as long as the kids are bleeding gold, I mean that's geez. whoa.
0: <laughs> as long as the kids yeah. are bleeding gold, wow. Well, I tell you, Craig, we're good journalists. Brand's being very coy, very cagey, which is good. Respect Brandon for that, but yeah. we're getting albums slowly and surely. It's coming, man. We're going to get some more. Out
1: about I'm excited. This book. I want to. I want to see what's coming up. I want. I want to see this book. I want. I want. I want to read it. I'm, He's he's left us wanting more. That's the best. That's the best thing you can do.
2: I'll I'll, I'll tell you. I'll 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 give you guys. I'll promise a draft, which it means a lot okay. because, um, I probably because like my wife says, I'm not allowed to use the printer when I'm done done with it. So I have <laughs> to go and go to Kinkos, I guess, and print uh, four copies. I think that's what I'm looking at doing. Four copies. <laughs> so I'll give one. <laughs>
0: Well, hmm. let me let me ask this, man. We got to end the show, but I mean, I'm, this is like I, this is riveting for me. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, it's riveting. <laughs> How? What's the ETA of the completion? Because I, I got an idea in mind, and I'm not talking your book deal completion or when this goes to Netflix. I'm talking about when this book is done or a draft of the book is done.
2: I kind of hope to be done before the end of the year, like. Okay. I'm writing a page, I'm not really, I'm actually surpassing my resolution by doing more than one page a day. But um, sometimes there are slower days though, where I'm like, Oh, I just need to just do a page and go, go home. I've probably missed one day though, but I make up for it, you know, by doing two more pages the next day. But, maybe um, we can have a special event, like a table read of of your book on the podcast.
0: We can have up to 10 guests. How many, how many um guests, how many characters in this book?
2: How many characters? Yeah. Oh, geez. Let's see here. Three, four. I didn't count this, so I'm just like, I more than, there's more than 10. Okay. Uh, well, I think well, double, maybe, up. double yeah, up. Yeah, double up. Right.
0: right. Because we could have seven other guests with the three of us. So you double up. You know, maybe someone has the main role, and then there's probably a smaller role that they could have too. I'm thinking of table read. maybe like a little special event in addition to the podcast. So
1: yeah.
0: Very excited. So hopefully we kept you through this. Again, the Brandon book thing has become a mystery. Can <laughs> tomorrow My
1: episode be all about the book? Or do we have uh, to- I, yeah. I, Brandon is in Ohio, so that's Ohio. I, it's a book. It's interesting. It's pop culture. Yeah. Let's let's talk. I, I
0: think I think we need to ask when we get a chance, but we're we're running the risk of overdoing Because we got a happy... What was that movie that we watched, the Julie Andrews film, that we were all excited about? you remember what that was called?
2: Thoroughly Modern Millie? Yeah, and we got super excited about it.
0: Download numbers were very low on that episode. I'll just tell you that. So I I think we need to dance around this. I think we need to touch on this at the end of certain episodes. I think if we devote whole episodes to it, we might get canceled, which wouldn't be good, so... (laughs) We need to dabble in the book. That's not even no. on the
1: book, Brandon. That's just uh... no,
0: no, no, no. I'm just saying in general because Brandon, John, and I got all excited about Thoroughly Modern Millie. We were breathlessly, we were like you know, laughing and joking and everything. And, and we liked the podcast. I don't think anybody else in the world ever did. So yeah, you know, and, you,
2: you should have put in Fleabag. How you should have said Thoroughly Modern Millie is yes, is like it's yes. is, is like pre- precursor to Fleabag or something. People yeah. love Fleabag.
0: Right, so we need to talk to Brandon Book. We we just need to pick spots to put it in. So I'm all in, Craig. We more Brandon Book discussions welcome. I I don't know if we should have a week long discussion or a day long discussion the Brandon Book, but hey, if we touch into it, in well, the if hours, we did a
2: table read, it's gonna be more than. Yeah. it's gonna be. <laughs> we'll be here all day. Okay, it's not. me, I'm not saying it's gonna be very long, but it's not gonna be. Not gonna be an hour. Maybe just read like a key chapter or a key scene. Or yeah, something. like a key scene or something.
0: Yeah. And maybe, maybe it's a bonus. I mean, jeez, we're podcasting a ton right now, so I, I hate to say, let's do bonus shows because we're already doing shows every day. But, but Chris,
2: you, you can only we only do the table read if you can read the key scene in an Australian accent. <laughs>
0: it, has to be flaws. it has to
2: be flawless. Has to be flawless.
0: Well, I, I I say the people who read the see. I mean, we, maybe we don't even read it. We're like you know judging it and just enjoying it. I mean, I say we get friends of podcast. You know, Cedric Gagel. Oh know, my gosh, Cedric's all in. I'm, I'm uh, sure you would be.
2: Oh, I'm, totally. I mean, I'm sure Cedric could come Cedric, by. Cedric must get a role in the, yeah. movie, Jake,
0: in the movie deal. <laughs> J- Jake Thomas's wife. I mean, we've. The friends of shows who are in the movie industry, Brandon, I mean, it's, it's, you know, that Faithful Day in Arby's where we're talking about doing a podcast. Did you ever think we'd have so many friends in the movie industry? I mean, we could call on people. I mean, we, we got contacts. It'd be great. You know, we got we Cedric. We got Jake. We can have all. There's a bunch of people we could talk, talk to. Is there any singing in this, in this book? Is there a musical element?
1: <laughs> There's no musical
2: element.
0: Uh, because, because your friend Katie Thompson could do a song. If, or maybe write a song in. I mean, you got to write the soundtrack one of these days, right? Well, it could just be music <laughs> in the background. Okay, Katie plays a guitar in the background. Yeah, you know? Katie can totally be in there. Yeah, yeah it'll be fantastic. All right, well, we better end this before it gets too out of hand. But, hey, thank you for checking out The Ohio, and thank you for sticking around for the end of our book discussion. <laughs> like I said, subscribe to us. Chase Bank I should mention Chase Bank. Chase banks our sponsor. Sign up for Chase, sub uh, direct deposit, you get paid. So hey, if you're thinking, why did I listen to 15 minutes of book discussion? Hey, go on Chase sub account, you get paid. So hey, it's well worth listening to us talk 15 minutes about books. So very good. Well, hey, thank you again for joining the uh, Ohio. We'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.